Welcome to Peanut Butter and Jelly Shoes. My name is Caitlin. My name is Tiffany. What did we watch today, Tiffany? Today we watched um, an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That's right, starring one Melissa Joan Hart. Yes, good old MJ. We did. Um, we looked up popular episodes. Yeah, because there, there was over... Well, you looked... Like- a hundred and a hundred and sixty plus episodes of this show. It was a, a which is wild, intimidating amount. Yeah. So instead of watching all one hundred and sixty three and then mm-hmm. picking one, we let the internet tell us a good one. We looked on IMDb for the highest rated episodes ever, and the number one was the series finale. So we thought, well, that's a little bit, you know, that's too far of a leap. Yeah. But then we looked up the second highest rated episode was from season two, and it was called When Teens Collide. And I kind of like that it was from season two. I like that it was an early on episode. Sure, yeah. Versus... Versus, like, all their greatest hits came, like, you have to really commit and watch, like, six seasons before it's good kind of a oh, thing. Oh, one of those shows. Like, just, yeah. just get through the first three seasons and, and you'll be good. fine. And you'll like it after that, I promise. I promise. No, the show peaks early. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently... Uh, yeah, so this episode was called, what was it, When Teens Collide? Yeah, you know. I do know. Um, I was trying to get you involved in the conversation. Um, and so it was interesting because it was basically pitched as, like, Sabrina, who's the titular character. Yeah. She's half mortal, half witch, and she's a good witch. She's a nice person. And then she goes to, I don't remember the school they go to, but she goes to high school, and there's this... Salem High, I don't know. There's this real cunty cheerleader named Libby, who's yeah. just, like, a nightmare. She's, like, the the classic, like, not the antagonist, like, always, like, getting up in Sabrina's Sabrina. face. Yes. Like, she's just the She's bitch. the mean girl. She's the mean girl who has nothing better to do, to do than antagonize this kind of random high schooler, who's not even a nerd, she's just kind of there. She's just nice. Yeah. Um, probably Libby has, like, a whole, like, backstory that they established that explains it. I don't remember it or I doubt it. You're probably right. (laughs) giving it too much credit. But so, like, the premise is set up that there's, like, sunspots, which cause a bunch of molecular instability in the witch world. Yeah. So, like, spells backfire, things are going awry, and the premise is, like, Libby and Sabrina accidentally switch personalities. Right, and they didn't do... I thought it was going to be a full-on switching bodies, Freaky Friday situation, which is played out, but also always fun to watch. Yes, always fun. It wasn't. They just switched kind of their their sort of levels their of... Their nature. Yeah, so, like, Sabrina becomes, like, really catty and mean, and Libby becomes really sweet and understanding. Yeah, but I kind of liked that it was just a personality switch yeah. instead of the body switch, and I think they had to do it that way because if they would have done a body switch, then Libby would have known that Sabrina was a witch, that and was, when they swapped mm-hmm. bodies back, you know she wouldn't have been able to keep that a secret. She would have told everybody. Well, that was the kind of the whole, from what I remember, please correct me if, I wrong, if I'm wrong. Okay, I am an expert. Well, I feel like you watch this show more. I watched the first... <laughs> three or four seasons. Don't you remember me telling you, like, I am convinced I've seen every episode of this show, but I can tell you exactly about none of them. It's so, it's like eating. It's an easy show. It's like a rice cracker. It's yeah. like you just eat it and you don't realize, like, did I eat something? Am I not? Like, I did. I kind of remember seeing this or consuming this, but it just, I feel nothing. Yeah. It's very that. It's, and then this show, by the way, second highest rated Again, out of 160 plus episodes, uh-huh. and it was like, not it was nothing. Like there was nothing remarkable about it. Correct. What about it? Do you think? Like, well, well, let's get into the plot first. Like, okay, okay. So the sunspots, as you said, um, they're they, 
causing a bunch of drama. Well, here's and a flama. And the stakes of the story is just that Libby and Sabrina have con- uh, competing food drives or no, can drives. Yeah, well, Sabrina's collecting canned goods for the science club at school. To science club. Yeah, you know, just all sciences. You know, science. And then Libby's collecting for cheerleading club. Uh, and, of course, the cheerleaders have more cans, because I guess you're ostensibly supposed to believe that other people can, like, put their cans wherever they want. Yeah. And so people are going to give to the cheerleaders instead of the nerdy science people. Yeah, they're trying to do... I don't know. Well, they're trying to do a charity thing, and it's, it starts as a straightforward charity drive to collect cans to recycle, I guess? No, no, no. They're collecting canned goods for, like, the needy. Oh, okay. Because I thought... Because for some reason, I thought they were empty cans, and I was kind of like, I don't understand the point of this. No, they were real cans. So they're collecting cans, but then Libby's like, spirit of capitalism, let's make this more American. How about we make this a competition? That'll con- that'll influence more people to donate. Which I'm like, you know what, that's kind of a fair point. I feel like they Yeah, would. and she was making that argument to Mr. Kraft, the principal, who, like, loves Libby, played by, who's that, Martin Mull? You know a lot about this show. Um, I know a lot about Martin Mull. But you're like, oh yeah, you know Mr. Kraft, the principal. I'm like, who the- Bitch, I wrote it down. Is that a pun on witchcraft? I hope so. It's I be. hope so. Is he a witch? No. No, he's not a witch, but he was in Clue, which I just watched last night. He was in Clue? Who was he in Clue? He was Colonel Mustard. That's the same guy? Yeah. Oh, my world is just Well, flipped. unless now, like, the way you said that makes me question everything about no, myself. No, you know the movie Clue and Sabrina the Teenage Witch way better like than I Like, the back of my hands. Yeah, he was definitely Colonel Mustard in Clue, so I got that part right. No, I now, completely believe sure. you. I just, my memory is foggy. Well, I'm, now you're making me question. No, it's, no, it's more of like, it's, I'm not questioning I'm you. It's sweating. just disbelief of the universe. I completely believe you. I'm sweating. But was he... In, yeah, it's Martin... Martin Mull. No, you're you're completely right. I just never married those two faces Oh, thank together. God. He was in Sabrina and Teenage Witch. No, I, I trust... 73 episodes. Oh, no. But yeah, so I know Martin Mull. He probably got a nice... He's pro- Do they still air this? Maybe he still gets residuals. Um, I think... Well, didn't they just um put it all on Amazon Prime? That's where we watched it. Don't you get, like, some kind of residual for that? No? I don't know. You get, like, a little, like, I, yeah. He's living off that clue money. (sighs) Yeah, he is. That sweet, sweet clue money. So, they are doing the competing can drive. Right, sorry, circling back. No. (laughs) Sabrina. And then, like, they're, but that's the stakes. It's just, Yeah, it's very low stakes. And then whoever collects the most cans gets a A plaque. plaque. A plaque. It doesn't have, like, any name on it. It just is, like, which club got the most. And it's not even, like, hanging in the school. It's just, like... And the whole plaque thing resolves by the end of Act 1. Yeah. It's not even... So then it's, like... So Libby and Sabrina bump into each other, and because of the solar spots, they switch personalities. And they show it graphically (laughs) as a cloud of black coming out of Libby and a cloud of shimmery gold gold coming out of Sabrina. And they just suck into each other's bodies. Mm -hmm. And then almost instantly... Sabrina starts acting like a total B. But it's not even like, she just becomes snarky. It's not even like, oh my god, like, evil has seeped into her. Well, I guess you know what the later that is. I mean, she's a monster. She's like, she's having uh, lunch in the cafeteria with her on-again, off-again boyfriend, Harvey, who like, I have some things to say about. Oh no. Harvey and his fucking wallet chain and his double hoop earrings. It was a different time. I don't care. You know what else he wore a lot of? Carpenter jeans. 
I don't even... Is that just, like, cargo pants? No, those are, like, the the big, loose-fitting jeans that had, like, a thing on the side where you could put, like, your hammer. Isn't that... But that... To be fair, this was the late 90s. That was the style at the time. I don't care. It looks stupid. I wore those pants. Well, you probably looked stupid. I did. No, I'm sure you did. No, I had stupid. army green... I just don't like Harvey, because I also feel like he looks... He looks too old. Like, he doesn't look like a fucking 16-year-old. None of them do, though. <sighs> I mean, have you seen a 16-year-old? They look like children. I've never seen a 16-year-old. I've never been a 16-year-old, so yeah, I don't know what that's like. you just kind of, like, sort of skipped across those years. I did. I was born, and then I was 10, and now I'm in my mid to late 30s. Well done. Yeah, I've. it's taken me, like, three, three goes, but I'm where I am. But yeah, I didn't like Harvey. But anyway, so she's sitting at lunch with her on-again, off-again boyfriend, Harvey. <gasps> Oh my god! I just pulled up a picture of current Harvey. He looks like he's the host of To Catch a Predator or something like that. He looks like he's, like, on To Catch a Predator. He is fully bald and has a, what is that, a Van Dyke beard? Yeah. Oh no. He looks like Larry the Cable Guy. He looks bad. Don't. How old is he? He's not even that old. He's, like, 40? I feel like he was younger than her. Ugh. Yeah, he was younger than her, because remember, she was born in 77. Oof. Because she was 20 when the show started. Well, he doesn't look great. Or Sorry, no, she was Nate. born in 76, so yeah. Oh, so he was high school age, like, or kind of, Ugh. like, he was, like, 18-ish. This is upsetting. I'm upset. I'm so sorry. I didn't I'm mean upset. To, to throw us off the rails here. I'm upset. Oh, man. I've tried, I'm going to try for, like, the fifth time to talk about them having lunch in the cafeteria. Yeah, do it. Do you want to um, get something in the wings to interrupt me again? I didn't intend for that. I was literally just trying to look up his age to say, like, oh, how old he actually was when you paused, but we both saw that photo at the same time and gasped. It was, like, a a jaw-dropping moment, for real. Don't look it up, friends. Don't look it up. You're welcome. We're protecting you. So they're in the cafeteria. Oh, yeah, and so they're having lunch, and um, their other good friend, I don't remember her name, played by Lindsay Sloan, who I know, don't look at me like that, because she was big red and bring it on. That's Big Red? That's Big Red. What? Yeah, anyway, so I know her name from that. But so she comes up, and and Sabrina's like, I don't want her to sit with us. She's so clingy. Like, it's so annoying when she, like, hangs out with us. Aww. And I'm like, oh, man, like, this is one of your best friends. And then she sits down, and Sabrina's, like, making faces at her. And I'm like, that's mean-spirited and bad nature. She's a monster. She is a monster. And then... Yeah. Okay. But then, like, shortly there... Wait, was it the same scene then? Where the plaque present presentation happens? No, that's, like, way towards the end. Because this is, like, the first day that there's the body swap. Because right. she she gets the plaque when she's wearing the white dress, which was very 90s. It was, like, a white, like, baby doll dress with, like, a sheer floral top over it. Oh, right. No, because then, then she does the thing where she's, like... Oh, she then runs into the, the, the cheerleaders, and the cheerleaders... She makes a snarky comment about... About some poor girl's dress. And the girl starts crying, and she's like, I knew mom wasn't right about this, and I laughed. And yeah, Sabrina makes some, like, super scathing comment, like, where's your clown shoes? Which is so stupid. It didn't even make sense, because it didn't look like a clown dress. It looked like a poor, like, prairie girl dress. Like, her parents were farmers. To be fair, with the right hair, like, that dress I feel like would be in style now. You know who would have worn that dress? It was Angela and myself on life. Oh, yeah, no, it was, but, uh, yeah, you know, but I see, like, this was late 90s, and yeah. then I feel like it was an early 90s, so it's, like, You're the right. dress was, like, a few years out of style at the time. But it wasn't hideous. No, it was just kind of innocuous. It was, like, a burgundy, just... Fr- Floral, like, frumpy thing. Yeah. 
Um, so Libby, like, so Libby's friends, the cheerleaders, make fun of this girl. She runs off to her locker crying. Libby, who's now been infused with nice juice, like, comes and is like, that's very mean. Like, don't, like, don't listen to them. And Sabrina comes over to the cheerleaders and is like, yeah, she looks like a clown. Yeah, and then the cheerleaders want to be her friend. And they're like, let's, and they're like, let's, let's go, go to the mall. mall. Yeah. So that's what you did in 1997. Yeah. So she goes home and she, by the way, Sabrina lives with her two aunts, Hilda and Zelda. Hilda's kind of like the wacky fat one, and Zelda's the uptight skinny one. Fat? She's well, that's exactly how they're, like, described. But she's fat in, like... She's Hollywood fat, which means she probably wears, like, a size 10 or 12. Maybe, like, at yeah. that most. Like, yeah. And Zelda is, like, a size 2. Yes. So, I I mean, it, it's obnoxious, but that's, like, how they're, they're pigeonholed in those roles. Well, don't perpetuate it. Hey, I didn't write it. So, the fat she one... She lives with them. <laughs> yeah. So Hilda is um, the wacky one, and Zelda's the uptight That's crazy. One. I never, like, thought of her as, like, the fat one. It never even occurred to me. I know. But that's kind of how they were built. Okay. So so she's she's a musician. Yeah. And she wants to join, like... She's trying to join, like, a prestigious trio, like, symphonic trio or something. And instead of actually, like, you know, what a normal situation would be where you actually play for them to audition... She's like, oh, I have to meet with them, and if the meeting goes well, then they'll hire me to join. She did play for them, and then they wanted to come to her home and meet her family. I don't remember that. that, I mean, that's that's not a thing. It's still a weird thing, but she did play for them at the beginning of the episode. Oh, see, I don't remember any of this already. Like, I've already forgotten this. It's a rice cracker. It's just forgettable. But, um, yeah, so she lives at home with her aunts and also her cat. Salem. Salem. Yeah. Sagenhauser, or whatever his last name is. Yeah, Salem the cat has a last name, apparently. Well, he, it's because he used to be a person. He's still technically a person, and, like, in the He's lore been, of the show, he'll be a person again in, like, a hundred years. years. Yeah, 70 years or something. He was turned into a cat as punishment for something. Because he tried to take over the world. Yes. And they talk about that in this yes. episode. Because once she gets home, Sabrina, from being, like, real catty at lunch and about that girl's prairie dress... Like, no one notices that she's acting weird, which I feel like was insane to me. To be fair, she lies to her aunt, and, like, she aunts. I guess. She's like, oh, thank you guys so much, I love you, and, like, kisses them on the cheek, and then she goes, suckers, and runs upstairs. I guess. And they didn't hear her say suckers. But, like, her friends didn't clock it? That's the, That was the, the thing that bumped me. Like, if I started acting completely different, and no one noticed, I'd be upset about it. I would say Tiffany's on the rag again. It's my moon time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, it's upset. Like, it it wasn't, like, a subtle... It was, like, a complete 180 personality change. And they were all just like, oh, that's... I guess that's Sabrina now. Cool. Yeah, and they were totally cool with it. And they're, like, waiting for her to come sit with them in the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, made a face at them. By the way, Chris... Like, she's not cool. I still contend, I feel like we've had this conversation before, but Melissa Joan Hart is the most, like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with her. That's the thing, though, is that there's nothing wrong with her, but she's just so bland. Mm -hmm. Like, her appearance, her delivery, her acting style, like, she's just so, like, she's like a, like a bucket of eggshell paint. Like, there's just nothing about her that's offensive in any way but also not like oh that's i want to watch her you know that that's my biggest doppelganger and you just said she's so plain i was mistaken in mexico for melissa Hart, and you just basically told me i look like paint 
No. We're so, we're got, we're getting we're gonna talk about this off off mic. We're okay. gonna talk about it later. I'm putting a pin in it. I'm cross. No. I'm cross. No, here's the thing. She's not like here's the thing. She's not bad looking. Like she's average and plain. No, I no, get no. It. It's she's not even like she's not unattractive. Like if you saw her, you'd be like, oh, she's a nice looking girl. Like there's nothing wrong with the way she looks. She's just there's something about her that just is so. Like to like, it's always been like the equivalent of like a, a Nilla wafer. Like I don't know what it is about her. Yeah. Like she can't act very well. Like she's just, she's just there. But sure. like the fact just that like she, me. You have much more personality. I just than take most. up space. No, I never said she takes up space. You're putting words in my mouth. I am. Aw. I can admit it. <laughs> but anyway, so Caitlin hates Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah, with a passion. Um, so much. But I don't remember. I I got so. I'm hurt sorry. and offended and distracted. No, I don't know what point you're She was making make. a face at her friends. Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, still trying to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. And then... But, like, the only person who, like, kind of notices a change is Salem, the cat. Yeah. But, like, he's on board with it. Because he is now looking at her as, like, being a vehicle to help him complete his plans of taking over the world. Absolutely. So suddenly, like, smash cut to Sabrina's bedroom and she's in, like, full-on cargo camo outfit hair and braids. Suddenly there's maps everywhere with pins in them and she's planning to take over the world and then uh, Aunt uh, Hilda, Hilda, nope, Hilda's Aunt Hilda's like musician trio people are there and they see all these like strange people running through their house and it turns out it's the witch's council taking Sabrina to court for trying to take over the world and suddenly it's like this whole dramatic thing. And who blabbed? They came out of like nowhere. I don't know. They don't specify who blabbed. They just happen to know that she's, like, literal. like, here's the thing, Sabrina bumping into the bitchy high school cheerleader turns into Hitler, like, quite literally. Like, she has, <laughs> she has war maps up, like, mm-hmm. how are we going to, like, destroy and take over the entire planet? Yeah. Yeah, and just from, just from the cheerleader, like, here's the thing, she's mean, but she's not, like, she was genocide not, like, a level. or whatever, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was it was a leap for sure. But so yeah. Anyway, they cut to now. Suddenly, she's being like put on trial. But I do appreciate when they don't show a trial in a show because the the next scene cuts to the judge being like, "You've been found guilty," and I was like, "Cool, we get to skip all the courtroom stuff." All this is happening over the course of uh, maybe thirty minutes. No, remember this was a twenty minute episode. But I mean, like in in the time oh, in of real the episode, time? yeah, because yeah. like Hilda and Zelda are still hosting. The two musician people mm-hmm. at their house, and the, this is going on while she's like, you know, like it's definitely one of those. I the magic world is terrifying because yes. it's like judge, jury, executioner yes. vibe. It's like one person kind of decides all of this mm-hmm. within ten minutes. Yeah, although you know what, I will say, it seems like the worst fate they can offer you is turning you into a familiar. Yeah, and you're immortal. So like being a cat for one hundred years, if you're immortal. I feel like that's not that bad of a gig. You know what? I, I agree with you. And I think, like, think of all the benefits to being turned into a cat. Like, I don't particularly like cats, but, like, suddenly you have someone else taking care of you, mm-hmm. someone feeding you, and all you have to do all day is, like, lay around and eat. And, you don't like, have to pay taxes. Clean yourself and, like, whatever. Yeah, you don't have to pay taxes. You don't have to worry about getting a job. You don't have to stress about relationships. I would much rather be a cat right now. Right. Well, and also Salem has demonstrated to us that not only are you a cat, but you retain all your 
mental faculties and the power of speech. Yeah, not so only are you a cat, not even you're a, frust- a talking cat. It's not even like a frustrating, oh my god, no one can hear me or listen to me thing. Yeah. It's like, you're just you, but you're in a cat body, and you don't have to buy clothes. God, like, I want to be a cat. And for the, it's like a blink of a time for the, like, it's maybe yeah. if you were sentenced for like a month to be a cat. I'd be like, sweet. Yeah, because they're, if like anything, you said, they're immortal, so this is like a nothing. Yeah, if anything, it is a, a gift. Yeah, so I don't really buy that that's a harsh punishment, but mm-hmm. that is what seems like their harshest punishment that they dole out. Yeah. If anybody out there can turn me into a cat, please do it. Yeah, well, I will a second that. Yeah. Please turn Tiffany into a cat. Oh. Oh. I just, no. just want to, like, take a minute to address the fact that I feel very um, attacked this episode. <laughs> I feel very maligned. To be fair, a lot of that is, like, self-imposed because you're like, hey, wait a minute, I look like Melissa Joan Hart. Which, by the way, every time anyone has mentioned you looking like Melissa Joan Hart, you go, no, I don't. And then the second (laughs) I make fun of Melissa Joan Hart, you're like, I look like her. No, it's only because other people tell me. To be fair, you you do bear a bait, like, you're in the same wheelhouse as her. We both are human women. No, like, you guys have, like, similar features. Like, you kind of look like you're, like, similar ethnic origin I wouldn't ever look at you and think Melissa Joan Hart, but, like, if a guy was in love with Melissa Joan Hart, I also could see him being, like, in love with you by proxy, because you're mm. the same type. So what you're saying is we need to find a guy that likes Melissa Joan Hart. Absolutely. So here, if you're a guy <laughs> and you're sexually attracted to Melissa Joan Hart... I don't want to date you. Melissa, or not Melissa, you, Tiffany... Oh my god. ...are the same type. No. No, you're, like, but you're, like, you both have blonde hair, blue eyes... Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Sort of Nordic features. Sassy. You know what she's known for is being sassy. Is she? No, she's no, known she's for being... She's known for being a bucket of eggshell paint, like you said. <laughs> I milk toast, no, I think, is she, the word you were looking for. Yeah, she is... Yes, she is m- milk toast. That's mm-hmm. correct. Um, anyway... Um, so she ends up, like, being rescued at this witch's trial by Salem, who, like, saves the day. He can't open the door because he's a cat. So he orders his, like, intergalactic pizza. It arrives in 30 seconds or less, and then the guy... Because basically, like, there's a closet in the in their Salem household that's, like, a portal to the witch's world. Yeah. No, it's the Spellman household. What did I say? Salem household. Oh, whoops. Because the cat... Are you saying because he's, because he's the only male he's... character, he runs the house? Sure am. <laughs> I sure am. You gotta have a man in charge. That's right. Otherwise, it's just all, it all goes to shit. Did they ever explain how Salem came to be in the possession of Hilda and Zelda? I think they do. Because I think at one point... They have different last names. Well, I think at one point, too, like, he turns back into a person. Oh, I don't like that. I think he does for, like, a few episodes. That sounds, that sounds like something they would resort to in season six. Like, they ran out of ideas. Is he? No, I don't remember at all. Is it the same guy that does his voice? I don't remember, but I feel I feel like that's a thing. Like I, I have this memory again. This is like this weird, like wading through like quicksand and jello combined. Like I don't remember any specifics of these episodes, but I feel like that happened. That sounds like I totally can see that happening. Yeah, but anyway, he he manages to save the day. I don't even remember what he, he like, goes in there and, He like, bursts through and he's like, oh, it's the sunspots. Oh, he explains, because none of the other people, even though they're all freaking out about the sunspots. No one considers. Anomalies. Oh, my God. It's uh, stupid. But this whole, yeah, the runtime is 20 minutes. It is yeah. so fast-paced. It is. And Sabrina's reaction to turning into a cat is very just like, eh. eh. She's, I mean, I guess, like, you don't have to do homework anymore. That's nice. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if anything, she's, like, pleading for it. I would. And then Salem ruins it, ruins everything. Of course he does. Bastard. Um, one thing I do want to talk about the show is I was obsessed with the house that they lived in. Oh, it was a beautiful house. I thought it was the coolest house. Like, every room I loved. It's no Casper house, but it's... It's no Casper house, but, like, in a pinch, like, realistically... Oh, it's beautiful. I can afford this, this Spellman household. I can't afford the Casper household. Well, I liked... I love that her bedroom had the stained glass windows. Mm-hmm. And they did a really nice job of making it just sort of off-kilter and slightly creepy enough, but, like, it still was very bright and lit. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't... It didn't read... Or didn't scream, like, witch's house. But right. in the details, you're like, oh, yeah, this kind of is a creep... Like, it's like... You know your weird aunt who's into crystals? Like, what her house oh, would be like. Aunt Brenda? Is that a thing? No. I feel like everyone has an aunt or, like, somebody in their family who's, like, wears Chico's and is into crystals. She has, like, sage. Yeah. She has sage at the back. Totally. Vibes. Her name is Crystal with a K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like that would be, like, her house if she had a lot of money. You're probably right. Yeah. It's like, like, I, I always liked Hilda and Zelda. I did, too. They seem like really good people. I do kind of want to, like, go back and watch the pilot just to see the origin of all of this. Because, like, she's half mortal, half human, so why is she living with her aunts? What happened? I don't remember. Because I don't remember from the Archie comics either. Because I read the Archie comics a lot when I was younger. Well, they're rebooting like, it, you know. I know. I'm a little excited because it's the girl from Mad Men. Yeah, she's Sabrina. awesome. Yeah. So I'll probably have to check that out. But um, probably make it, like, gritty and sexy because it's But, like, that CW. makes me weird because that girl still, unless she looks vastly different, she still looks like a child. No, she's still, like, I think she's, like, 17 or 18 now, but, like, I saw a prom- a promo photo yeah and she yeah she looks like a kid like she's yeah. a, she's one of those teenagers that like really looks like a teenager so like, hopefully they don't kid. like sexualize it in any kind of weird way i hope not either but it probably will be grittier it won't be like so wrapped up in 20 minutes it's gonna be like an hour long show for sure it's not gonna be a talking cat was there a talking cat in the comics yeah it was his name was salem oh um, so what would you do if you were turned into a witch what was the first thing you do because i was making fun of the credits of this show is her like changing her outfit like five different times because that's the first thing a girl wants to do is change her clothes well here's the thing is like i would definitely get to that point because i hate shopping right so if i could just like shimmy up a a, an outfit i would that's what i would do and it's free clothes Mm -hmm. defies laws of physics energy cannot be created or destroyed that thing but like you know whatever it's you're a witch you're a witch um i would create the first thing I would do, I, I would just experiment with my powers. Mm-hmm. Like, I would try telekinesis, I feel like, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I would try time travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would try, you know, things like just melding, like, or shifting properties and matter. Like, the mm-hmm. tree in my backyard that That's I hate. smart witch. Yeah, like, I would try to, like, turn things into different states and, like, but then I would eventually get to the point where I'm like, oh, I want to see what I look like dressed like a punk rocker with a shaved head. Mm-hmm. Like, I would totally do that at some point, but that wouldn't be my first instinct. Yeah. What would you do? Um, honestly, I would probably, like, fix my vision <laughs> first. That's practical. I would be like, cool, I don't have to wear these dumbass glasses or contacts anymore. Aww. I would fix that. So you'd just do LASIK surgery? I, yeah, but then I wouldn't have to pay for it. <laughs> so <laughs> Freely. So if you had infinite power of a god, you would, like, I'm going to save myself a thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah, I would. You can laugh at that if you want. I, I would, would fix my eyeballs. I would see if I could make people healthy. 
Yeah, that would be a cool thing to do. After I fix my eyes, I'd have a lot more on my plate. I'd cure pancreatic cancer. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I would really like to um, talk to animals, too. More than just Salem the house cat. I would like to talk to... See, here's the thing. I always think about... I would... There's always that question of what, if you could have any power, what would you have? Mm-hmm. And everyone says talk to animals, and that's my first instinct too. But if you actually did talk to an you'd animal, pro- you probably would be disappointed. Yeah, you talk to a squirrel, and be like, "Hey, squirrel," and you just be like, "Acorn, acorn, nuts, nuts, hide, sleep, sleep, hibernate," yeah. and then you'd be like, "That was a good conversation." But what if it wasn't? What if their internal monologue is like, oh, "I miss, goodness. I miss my wife." Clorinda so much. She went off for nuts a month ago and I haven't seen her. I wonder what happened. Well, like, what if would, it's, like, a really dramatic thing? We'd get in my fucking car and we'd find Go Clorinda. Clorinda. But I do think about that, like, what if suddenly, like, I could um, talk to my dog and she's like, I fucking hate you. She doesn't hate you. But what if? No, she's a dog. I think what I would like them, if, if I did have, like, a power, I would want, like, the telekinesis. That'd be really convenient. I feel like I would gain a lot of weight if I had telekinesis. You'd think you'd just be bringing yourself food? Not just food, but, like, just anything. You'd be lazier, you mean? You wouldn't be getting up and being active? I would try to use it more as, like, a scare tactic. Ooh, yeah, to spook people. To spook... Oh, God, I would I would go to a haunted house and I would have people pay me to, like, make them think the place was haunted. Ooh. So you would be comfortable with, like, everyone knowing you had powers and abilities. I don't know, because I feel like the, it would be like an Alex Mack situation where the right. government's trying to kidnap me. So then you couldn't do the haunted house thing. I gotta say, you know what, now that I think about it, Alex Mack might be the most realistic depiction of a kid suddenly had magic powers. Yeah. And it would just be the government is trying to prove that you have powers and trying to kidnap you and do tests on you. Yeah. That's the whole premise of the show. GC161, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Your memory is flawless. You know what? I have, honestly, the worst memory. I can't remember things like who was my first grade teacher or what. I can't remember that stuff anymore. Oh, I remember that. Like, I I don't have room in my brain for that information anymore, but I have room in my brain for bullshit like this. Like GC161. All day long. I can spout out bullshit about that kind of stuff, but I can't remember personal details about my own life. Oh, that's sad. It is sad. Is there something wrong with me? No, I think that's normal. People just remember specific details. I remember watching... I I have not seen it since it aired for the first time, but I remember the hype for Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Mm -hmm. and it was on TGIF, Mm -hmm. and it was 1996. I was in sixth grade, and everyone was, like, real excited for it. And I remember watching the premiere, and I remember the opening scene was that she starts floating off of her bed. Yeah. And the aunts were like, oh, it's finally happened. She just turned 16, and we didn't we didn't know because she's half mortal. And, like, she floats down the hallway. And, like, I haven't seen it since it premiered, but I remember that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I remember that. Yeah, I just... But I don't remember, like, what happened, like, three days ago. Okay. So we're in the same boat. We are in the same boat. Unless we're both damaged. I mean, I think it's just this thing that happens once you hit a certain age. Your brain is like Swiss cheese. And like things fall out of there that you don't need anymore to make room for things you do. That's Or things you think are important. That's fair. I can recite so many things that are completely unnecessary, but I can't tell you important details about my life. What can you recite? Oh. I mean, just dumb stuff like that GC161, or I can tell you anything about, like, Drag Race contestants, or I can talk, you know, nonstop, probably, about Boy Meets World, or, like, things like that. What were we singing earlier today? What weren't we singing earlier today? 
good question. We had like a little mini concert here at Caitlin's house. We were singing something, and we were both like knew it exactly correct. I don't know what was it. It was like some kind of oh, it was all that theme song. Oh God! And we were like perfect harmony. No, we were not. We sounded so good. It was like you know that rare moment when two people sing, but it's so good that it's like (laughs) it sounds like there's a third or fourth person that joins in. That's like a phenomenon. Like we had a chorus of angels behind us. Yeah, it was real good. Yeah. <laughs> we should watch all that at some point. I, we will get there eventually. We will. We've got so much to cover. Aw. Um, anyway. So, do we end the episode? <laughs> I don't think, I don't know. So then it ends with, oh, they switch back. Yeah, they switch back. So they That's get, it. So the solar, so Salo comes in, he just says, solar spots, blank, mic drop, they then return back, and they're like, okay, let's, uh fix this and they yeah. bump the two kids they into- literally smack them together i don't even remember why libby was at the house she showed up with an apple brown betty with the side of friend her friend whipped cream to bring to sabrina because she was nice now remember that's right she showed up with harvey and his dumb earrings and wallet chain and carpenter pants at the time he was so hot i remember thinking he was really cute i don't think i ever thought he was cute. oh really i, I was just- more of a sean hunter kind of girl Oh, no, I, I gradually grew into Sean Hunter, but I remember thinking Harvey was cute. Mm. Then they, like, they did the flanderization of him, where they made him really stupid. He was always stupid. No, but, like, he was always dumb, but he was, like, still, like, a normal teenage guy. But, like, he would say something stupid, and everyone would just kind of roll their eyes and move on. Yeah. But, but, like, it got to the point where he was, like, clinically, like, he had a problem with his brain. Right. Like, he couldn't tie his own shoes level. And Correct. it was played for laughs, which was very disturbing. Right. It was kind of like what they did with Eric Hunter. Or not Eric Hunter, Eric... <laughs> Matthews. But, like, I liked that because, like, he he went so far off the deep end. Like, do you remember the episode where he came back after, like, running away to the forest for a while, and he'd been, like, elected mayor of, like, the squirrels, and he wrote a manifesto, and I was like, you know what? This tracks. <laughs> like, this checks out for his character, and I buy it 100%. They, made, they went so... Because he was kind of a boring character, and then they're like, let's just make he him He was just stupid. the hot, dumb one. But not even stupid normal. Like, so stupid that, like, we just completely have just... He's batshit crazy. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they got there with Harvey. Okay. Well, I just remember thinking, like, he was kind of dumb and boring after a few seasons. Yeah, I never thought he was cute. I stopped watching when she went to college. I just remember one of her roommates in college, I think, was Selene and Fry. I do vaguely remember that. Yeah. But. That's Punky Brewster for all you. For all you newbies. Noobs. That's right. But, um, her name sounds like a witch name if there ever was one. Soleil Moon Fry. Right. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, so did you like this? Did you enjoy watching this? I Will mean, you watch more? Here's the thing. It, it, Tell me everything. It has like an 8.9 on IMDb. Uh-huh. You know what else has an 8.9 on IMDb? Like Your butt. Well, my butt has a perfect 9.9. Uh-huh. Because they don't allow a 10.0, I guess. Sure. They might. I don't know. Um, But it just, like, ep- like... Most of Game of Thrones has a less score than that. Well, that, I can't handle that. The fact that, like, on a, like, a pure, like, rating system level, it's considered worse than the majority of Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad, that's unacceptable. Sure. Why do you think this episode had an 8.9? I don't know. Like, I think it's always really popular, regardless of the fact that it was Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but I think it's always really popular when there is a show where, like, 
the main character switches personalities with someone. Like when suddenly they become unlikable or they become popular or they become skinnier, they become fat or like whenever they become like the opposite of what they are. I think people really like that because then they get to see a character that they like in a different situation. I feel like that's just a really popular scenario. Yeah, you're right. It is. But it's like, it was so just blah in this episode. It was. It was. I was surprised that this was like the second highest rated one. But I'm guessing that's the justification for it. I mean, to its credit, it was very fast paced. It was very like, all the scenes were super short, like maybe a page and a half at most. And it just would bounce around, but it still made sense. Yeah. So it was a tight, cohesive episode, but it was still like not, it wasn't. It wasn't that particularly funny. Even like like chortle at any point. I don't point? think so. No, I don't think so. No, the show's just not funny. No, but you know what it is. It's like one of those shows where I said this earlier off mic, and I still feel like this. Like I might go home tonight and watch like an entire season of it. Do it because it's so just like background noise and bland. That's right. That I feel like I could easily sit down and watch a whole season of this show. Yeah, it was. There was yeah. And I'll probably not be able to tell you anything about what I saw. This was this was on TGIF, right? This or, was on crazy? TGIF. No, okay. you're not crazy. Because yeah, that they had like a moment. Like I feel like this was like the nine thirty slot. It was. Show. It was the last one. Because that slot, man, they changed that slot around constantly because they couldn't find anything that stick. Like would stick. Stop talking about slots. What are you making it dirty for? I'm not making anything. I was dirty. talking about time slots with Nielsen ratings and whatnot. Mm. And back, whatnots? Back when a show would get canceled for having, like, a 3.9. Right. Oh, good old days. But so what? how would you, as an adult, rate this? Did you enjoy this when it was on the air? Yeah, I did, but yeah, I only watched the first two or three seasons. Yeah. And then I, like, by 99, I was, like, like done with this series. You were over it. I was totally over it, because I was in high school now. And you're too cool for school. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, I'm not, No. You're not into it? I liked it at the time, but I never loved it. It was one of those, like, it was always, it was on after Boy Meets World. Mm -hmm. So I just would keep the TV on. But I was never emotionally invested in it. Okay. So, like, and still to this day, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Like, it was better than some of the nine, like, 930 shows that they did. I have to admit, I was surprised to see that it aired for that yeah. many seasons and that many episodes. This aired till 2003. That's crazy. I was in college. Yeah, that's insane. Um, no, so, I mean, it was, it's just, it's, it was fu- It's fine. It's fine. It's inoffensive. It's totally blah. Oh, you know what it is? What? It's the Melissa Joan Hart of sitcoms. It is. <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart is the Melissa Joan Hart of actresses. <laughs> so what would you rank it then? Four. Yeah, I kind of am on the same page as you. Because, like, I it was fine. It was inoffensive, but, like, I don't know. It's not life-changing. It was just lowercase fine. It was no step-by-step. Day-by-day. Fresh something, something. Fresh start over. A different hand of play. People we know. The places we go. We'll make it better. Second time around. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> See, you remember shit like that. But I can't tell you who my first grade teacher was. That's so crazy. I remember... You? Oh, yeah. I had... Oh, kindergarten... No. Pre-K, Miss Hudson. Mm-hmm. Then Miss... Miss... Uh, Gabries. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of weird names. So did I. Hudson, Gabries, Geesey was first grade. Geesey? Mrs. Geesey was first grade. Mm. Second grade was Miss Runyon. 
I had a lot of weird last names. Like the canyon? Third, yeah. Third grade, I had two because I moved halfway through. Uh-huh. I had Miss I, Bachman. Uh-huh. Then second semester was Miss Tracy. Then I had Miss um, Ruprecht. And then Miss Bosch. Okay. I can't remember what grade they taught, but I can remember I did have weird teacher's names. I think my kindergarten teacher was Zyler with okay. the Z, Miss Zyler. Um, I had a, um, oh, who are some of the other weird ones? Or like Mr. Wieseke. What? I think he was, he was middle school. I think he was a science teacher in like seventh grade or something. Why do you teachers have such weird names? I don't, well, that's just their name. That's like, like if I was a teacher, they would probably think my last name is weird. But like there, there was no Millers or Turners or Jacksons or Washingtons. Like there was no like. like... I had a, I had a Matchett. Mrs. Matchett. Oh, Miss Bursinger. (laughs) God, I think that I think that they were fifth grade, Miss Bursinger and Miss Magic, because I remember we had three teachers in fifth grade, but I don't remember the third one. Oh my god! Oh god, I went, but I, I feel like there were other strange names. But yeah, I can't remember them. What the fuck is wrong with me? Because I used to make fun of my parents who couldn't remember the names of their teachers. I'm like, how can you not remember? Here's a list of all of mine. Cut to me, like a decade later, being like, I don't even know my middle oh, name. God. I don't remember my sixth grade teacher's name, Mr. But- Florentine. No, it was a woman, but she was really young. She was so young that even as a sixth grader, I remember thinking, she's really young. She was, like, mm-hmm. early 20s. I do remember she had a super hot boyfriend. Oh, really? He was a firefighter. Oh. And he would come visit. He was, like, 25 would or 26. Would he come and visit in his, like, firefighter garb? Kind of. And Did he, was, he make you feel weird down there? It was weird because we were all, like, 11 and 12-year-old girls. And we yeah. were all just, like... No, we all loved when he came to visit. His name yeah. was... He had a name, like... It's like Zach. Like, it was one of those... Like Zach Knightbridge. (laughs) (laughs) It was something like that. Yeah. But it was, like, one of those, like, sexy names. It wasn't like he was, like, 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 Martin. It wasn't like that. It was, like... No, he was a man-man. Yeah. He was, like, a Zach or, like, It was, like, a Brad. Jack or Connor Yeah, it was something like like that. that. And I remember everyone always, like, the girls loved when he came to visit. Oh, sure. I don't remember her name, though. That's weird. Yeah, I feel bad. I wish I could remember more teachers' names right now. I remember my high school teacher's name. I just don't remember any of my middle even school teachers. I remember high school teachers' names Aww. that many. I mean, I do. I remember ones that like impacted me a great deal. Yeah. But I'm keeping them closer to my. Do you want to do best. any shout outs? Um, I do, but I won't. Okay. I do, but I won't. But I'll tell you when the when okay because a lot of my high school teachers are still teaching. Yeah. So it sounds weird. Like it would be weird for me to like shout out. People yeah. That are still high school teachers. Yeah. Yeah. I did have a one teacher that I loved very much. And he was basically my Mr. Feeney. Oh, you loved him on like a, a platon. Oh, like yeah, no, 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 no. Did not have a crush, but it was like he was a teacher for me in middle school for like sixth grade and then eighth grade, and then he ended up moving to the high school I went to. <gasps> oh. So he was there for um, middle school and high school. So I, it was just like a Mr. Feeney situation. Do you remember the ending of that series? <sighs> I do. And With I can't Mr. Feeney, and I cry like every time when he goes, "I love you all," and he's just like, "Be good." And he's talking to the empty classroom. Yeah. I love you all. Someone's phone just went off. It's not mine. Oh. It's my heart string. It's mine. Noise. Who is it? It's What's, my friend. Who's your friend? Remy. Oh, what does Remy want? She's in New York City, apparently, and she's sending Ooh. me pictures of New York. It's pretty. It's a full moon. Hashtag no filter there. It doesn't look like a filter. This, one of these has a filter because the colors are different. Well, I, I think that, I think I can tell you what it is. That one doesn't have a flash. I bet that one has a flash. <laughs> that's her sister. 
That's her sister. Anyway. Um, hey, Remy, shout out to you. Shout out to Remy. <laughs> she knows our high school teachers. Glad you're back in the, in the U.S. of A. Woo-hoo! Yep. Um, anyway, this kind of went off the rails. Sure the did. But Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I think we both give it like a four. Yeah, it's not that good, but it's not... It's not horrible. There's worse no. things to watch, but it's not great. Don't don't seek it out deliberately. Watch something else. Yeah, watch like the new Sabrina the Teenage Witch on the CW. I think Caitlin works for that. I don't no. actually. <laughs> the way you pitched it. I know that's a, that was the joke. Um. So go ahead and follow us on Instagram. We're at peanut butter and jelly shoes. Peanut butter and jelly shoes. One word. Yep. One word on the gram. And Tiffany's I'm sorry at for that. T Soul Eight, the number, uh-huh. but not like spelled a. E I A E I eight the number eight E I G H T yeah it's not like that no no it's just and it's like soul not like the soul in your human body or even the soul on your shoe nope it's S O L S O L it's like soul like the sun in 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 Spanish (laughs) yes yeah and Caitlin I'll tell you her Instagram once I finally force her to make one I'm not on Instagram but I wish she was I wish she were never. Please? Because by the time I join it, it's going to be passe, so I'm not going to do it. All right. That's cool. Good talk. Great. She's on Twitter, though. You can find her at Duffasaurus underscore Rex. She's very funny. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. I almost called you son. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, hope you've enjoyed this amazing episode of Peanut Butter and Jelly Shoes. I'm Tiffany. I'm Kaylin. Bye. Bye. Bye.